welcome to a beautiful Sunday afternoon uh, here in Melbourne as we bring you a scintillating and salacious session of two smoking guns on this sensational Sunday spring. And, salacious, uh, Scotty. Salacious. Oh, well, you know. What's that another, about? Well, I'm not sure, but it, uh, as we bring you the, the two smoking guns, I'm Scotty and as always joined by my great mate, uh, still um, still separated by uh, by pane of glass and uh, just pushing the buttons and making the world go around on the other side. Rutsy, it's a very good afternoon to you. And to you, Scotty. It's been a lovely weekend oh, yeah, so far. It's been a cracking good no. weekend, wasn't it? Uh, I've flashed the weather yesterday, but... No, uh, it's fine. I, Beautiful. Uh, yeah, but, uh, well, it was. I sat down and watched the races yesterday. Yes, yes. And, there was a couple of good horses going around because we are very close to, um, we're sort of in spring carnival, well, aren't we, well, really? Well, uh, you, we're on the verge on of the it. Verge we're of on it. the precipice of, mm. uh, of seeing uh, equine uh, magnificence. Yeah, correct. Uh, we're just not going to see frocks and uh, other fillies. No, we're just not going to see a lot of crowds at the uh, no spring carnival. No hats. Plenty of umbrellas, maybe, but uh, uh, that's uh, probably only people on the street because you're not allowed to go to the races. But uh, I tell you what, mate, um, the first time in a very long time, uh, I had a couple of bets yesterday, and uh, in fact, I had nine. Nine. And uh, and, and what was your winning ratio? Uh, I, I'd have to tell you, it was about 66%. I kicked six winners over. That's pretty good going, That's mate. not bad going, is That's it? very so good going. So, a couple of shekels uh, into the account, and uh, quite a lot more shekels at the end. A which mate is, of mine, which is who I, <laughs> mate of mine who I saw yesterday got a first four. Oh, can I tell you? <laughs> I had, and it paid oh, did, about eight hundred dollars. Did it? Yes. Yeah. Well, I had one of those going, and uh, I managed to have first, second, uh, fourth, and fifth. Well, they don't pay on that. So no, there's <laughs> this other number that crept in between the four numbers that I had, but I had the four numbers in, but uh, in five places, not four. But yeah. I can't. Have, I don't even want to tell you. I think, that, I think I think that uh, bet that you had is called an exotic. Uh, well, it was. It would have been exotic if I had won. I'll, I'll give you the tip because uh, the winner and uh, second paid. Uh, the winner paid uh, eight dollars. Oh, so um, yeah. it was in the thousands. Uh, thousands. I didn't. Uh, I didn't have it for the full hundred percent, but I would have been happy with the fifty uh, percent that I did have, and uh, yeah. and I got nothing. Oh, that's <laughs> all right. It's, but it's, anyway, as long as you're not spending too much money, it's no, good fun. I tell you what, I look. I look at it as uh, you know. That's just. The, that's the cost of your investment into your entertainment. That's entertainment. So, yes. mate, if I spend, you know, if I start off with uh, start off with, uh, I think forty bucks. Um, so, if if I lose forty dollars, uh, but I've sat there and sort of entertained myself for sort of four or five hours, which I literally did. Um, to me, that's that's okay. You'd spend, put it this way, Scotty. You'd spend you'd spend forty dollars pretty quickly at the pub. Uh, that'd just be too shouts. Should we be allowed <laughs> ever back there? Exactly right. Or so, allowed back on a golf course anytime oh, soon? Don't even start me about that. I, I'm I'm irate about that. I'll, I'll I'll come and touch on it because um, the the hypocrisy of what got announced today of you you can go to an outdoor swimming pool. But we can't go and play golf. Could yes. you please try and remotely explain that to me? I can explain it in a song. Yeah. So. We know where we're going, oh. but we don't know where we've been. Yeah, we do. And we know what we're knowing. Yeah, Dan told but us. But we can't say what we've seen. Yeah, we could. And we're not little children. He treats us like we are. Damn straight we do. And the future is certain. Certain. Give us time to work it out. Oh, that should be his motto. Give us time to work it out. 
Yeah. Here we go, Rutsy. We're on a road to nowhere. Come on inside. <laughs> That's yeah, where we're at. Man. We're on a road to nowhere, mate. Road to nowhere. Thank yep. goodness. The roadmap. Thank God we do a talk show, not a uh, song contest here, <laughs> hey? We can sing like a couple of frogs underwater, can't yeah. we? Um, anyway, well, uh, we'll make the we'll make a good fist of it today, uh, old son. Oh, we'll have got, a great time. We'll have got plenty to talk about. Um, probably on a very sad note. And I know you've got a yeah, some, couple some of sad uh, about sad, um, the sad great uh, now late, sadly, um, Dean Jones. Yes, um, it's which tragic. was absolutely tragic. Um, I, 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 there was twelve pages or something yeah, of tributes in, I, well, in the little paper yesterday, and I read them all, and um, yep. uh, some great. Great touching uh, quotes and some great stories. So we're going to celebrate. Yeah, um, a great a great cricketer Good and a idea. great man, Good great idea. Australian. Good idea. And we also must say our condolences and farewells to another Australian singing legend, Max Merritt. Yeah, who passed away sadly. He was ill. He had a, an autoimmune disease Did that he? attacked his lungs and his kidneys, yeah. so he passed away on the on the weekend, uh, uh, age seventy nine in LA. Uh, that's no good. He had um, a couple of ripping good songs. Oh, he did, and we're going to play one of those today. Oh, I, 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 I do notice on the drive on the way in here the uh, the song list was chock a block. Yes, with uh, with, with a great Max with the, the meteors Maxie stuff. Good. So um yes, so um that's very sad. He survived by his daughter Kelly, son Josh, and three grandchildren. Wow, which is fabulous. So um we will be playing some songs from him today uh foremost of, of which is the the great slipping away so oh, we're going to give that a run that's a ripper which has inspired my song choice for the day scotty so we're playing songs <laughs> with slipping slipping in the title I'll tell you what you've done well if you can drag up a, a half a dozen of those and, I've, uh, I've, I've had to really scrape the barrel did, did you dig deep i had to dig deep <laughs> i had to dig deep so we're back on song themes this yeah, week no, as after it. last week's diversion into rockabilly <laughs> Which I hope was a lesson to many. I oh. did uh, get mixed feedback um, uh, on the song choice. Yes, from last week. So we yep. we hope to re uh, hope to repair my reputation uh, today. Yeah, no, I I got some um, uh, colourful uh, dialogue yeah. uh, when, I, <laughs> when I got home. <laughs> it started off with what the crap was that? Yeah, well, you got it's an educational <laughs> okay. show. It's uh, we've just got, yeah. we've got to round out the genre of music that gets played, don't oh, we? And I think a lot of people just got to expand their horizons a bit. You well, know? I think. So music. Yes, exactly. So today I've got to talk to you about some great athletic endeavours. Yes. We'll talk about Jonesy, but I'm going to talk to you about um, some running records that have been just set by a couple of Australian men and women who are doing fantastically well on the international scene. Running records. Um, I'm just fascinated in our athletics. Uh, I don't know why it is. I'm not an athlete myself, but I like people who run fast. And we had the girl uh, the other week we talked about that did, uh, what, 85 laps of the English Channel or something? That's her. <laughs> yeah, Susie Maroney. She's a star. Yep. Um, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the Hampton Rovers Football ah, Factory. Right. Um, you know, I spent just many formative years down there coaching young men. Yes. Um, uh, and I want to take you through. There's a great article in the paper on Dermot Brereton. Oh, I saw that. And how busted his body oh, I is. I tell you what, it's a it's a wonder. And it's it's, it's a, a, an encyclopedia of every injury oh, known to man. Absolutely, it is. And in fact, I looked at it. So I, I looked at it and wondered where, where he found town, where he found time to play football I don't in know. between. I don't know what's holding him together. Literally, everything got busted. <laughs> And yep. I want to talk to you about youth gangs and the Mongols, my favourite <laughs> topic, of course. And, um, oh, look, there's a bunch of other stuff uh, that we're going to get through today. I want to talk to you yes. um, about 
we're in three weeks' time. Hopefully, we're allowed to leave at oh. our, our suburb. Um, I was looking through the weekend places to go, yep. and I had it. I often get diverted. My attention span not being strong, <laughs> and I was looking at the big things in Australia. Oh yeah. So big you'd pineapple. you'd know the big prawn, the pineapple, the potato, the lobster, the koala, the banana, the merino, and the worm. Well, there's. Dozens of these. Yeah, are so they? I'm going to take you through oh, the big things in each state. Because we used to have the big worm that oh, yeah. all the way down to Phillip Island. Still there in the is bas- it? on the Bass Highway. Yep. Is it? Correct. Right. So we're going to talk about that. And right. you've got a few odds and sides. Oh, you've got a real mixed bag. But I what I do it. like is you've you've stepped up to a challenge. I asked you last week oh, yes. to bring in your anti-pasta oh, yes. platter, yep. which you've done for me, which yep. is great. I just about ran out of ink. It's, it's, it's a pity, pity you didn't bring in the physical well, specimen. Well, I'll tell you what, if you, when I go through the list, uh, it, it would have come here on the back of a semi-trailer. Oh, God. <laughs> Very good. Nah, I'll, uh, I'll share that with you. That's uh, the bit of my favourite pastime, putting one of those together. No, I love that. Um, so on the uh, on the theme of uh, food, while you're talking about it, I'm going to talk, talk to you about the falafel. Oh, yeah. So... Um, yeah. That's a great thing at falafel. Yeah, I know. It's but it sort of it sort of goes under the radar a bit. Yeah, I, I reckon. Un- underrated. So, uh, yeah, it might be underrated. So I sort of put it up there with it's underrated and is the steak sandwich overrated? Oh so wow! Yeah, that could be wow. a real controversy. It's controversy that one. Uh, so uh, here on Roadmap Sundays, I think we'll call it today. Yeah, uh, the road as we to slip nowhere. Into nowhere. Uh, what else have I got for you? I've got um, hilarious quotes. Uh, I reckon we need oh, to have a beauty. chat about the uh, AFL yep. and the finals now that we know who's playing and um, and where and what that outcome might be and who might play in the granny and who might win. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some things about sayings and explanations and some even funny quotes. I've got an odd spot. Uh, I've got a little thing about beach erosion. And I found a fascinating article about caretaker cottages mm-hmm. that existed on the tops of CBD buildings. These were people that like ran security for the buildings uh, back in the day. It's almost like a building manager. You ah, know? It's almost yes. like a facilities a, manager. Yeah, well, yes, exactly. So he's he's literally on site, living oh. on top of a building. Living. With his family. Oh, it's good security. So um, uh, getting to the front door was a bit of a challenge, uh, <laughs> to the front door of the building, because <laughs> uh, right. uh, he had to go down about 85 uh, flights of stairs. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I've got a little article on that, so... Um, Anyway, uh, do we think we've got all of our buttons right today? Um, can, do, do we reckon everybody, uh, are we all on board? I'm, yeah, yeah what do you mean? we're all going nicely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's just wasn't sure. It's just sounding a little bit different today. <laughs> you know I'm button shy now. No, it's because you're in another studio. <laughs> oh, you're not used to that. Oh, See? goodness me. You've got to freshen it up. Mix up the studio. So uh, anyway, so we're, oh, and I'm going to talk about the UK because uh, oh yeah, it's not good know, over there. Well, one thing was you know you're looking at it going have a look at all these people sitting outside and they're having a nice uh, having a beer and they're just having something to eat. Well, that's going to come at a price um, and a fairly hefty one, I think, because Boris is uh, Boris wasn't happy when I uh, last saw Boris giving a a little um, speech. Uh, so uh, they're in a world of pain again, I reckon. Mm. So uh, th- that's sort of going to get us through. Looking forward to all your music. Um, now, if anybody wants to uh, send us an SMS, uh, you might have a comment about what we're talking about. You might want to give a shout out. It might be somebody's birthday and you can't go and see them and you just want to say good day. And on the 
Uh, and just on the strength of that, um, I did give a shout out to uh, some people last week who I think might have uh, been a bit sidetracked, and because uh, they're actually moving house, so um, I think they might be listening today. There's some new friends of mine, uh, Mish and Malks, and their beautiful little boy uh, Rennie. Uh, so I, if they're, I think they're down the peninsula somewhere, and uh, they're listening, that would be magnificent down there, wouldn't it? Definitely. On a day so, like today, down like down there, looking back up the bay, down on the beach, Melbourne, and uh, the sun's out. I think the water be listening um and the lovely news for them is they're expecting another addition to their family um uh, be the best christmas present ever because um, at this point in time um uh, the, the new addition is due on christmas day <laughs> so a big shout out to uh, to those guys i uh, hope you're having a lovely sunday sit back relax uh try not to laugh too hard mish and um just make sure everything's uh, all going nicely and uh, we'll we'll try and uh remotely entertain you and all the other listeners we've got here on Southern FM, uh, Sounds of the Bayside on 88.3. Did I give out the number of the SMS? Did I, did I stop? No, you just it? talked about texting, oh, but you didn't okay. give anyone the facility right. or the number. Well, the number then is... You started zero. rambling. <laughs> I'm, a bit, I'm, I'm feeling a bit ramblish today. Yeah, you are very loquacious uh, like, yeah, today, Yeah, I'm you? just sort of a, just all over the shop a bit. Uh, 0404-000-736. All right, we'll kick things off today with a big congratulations on the winner of the Archibald Prize, which you know I'm a big fan of and have entered once. Ah, have you? Yes. Uh, Vincent Namajira um, won this year's Archibald Prize with a portrait of himself and Adam Goods titled Stand Strong for Who You Are. He is the first Indigenous artist to win in the prize's 100-year history. Yep. And, of course, the great-grandson of um, the great Albert Albert. Namajira, who who was a great watercolourist. Back in the day. Yep. And he himself, actually, Albert Nabajira, was the subject of a, a 1956 Archibald winning portrait. So there you go. So there's a lineage there, which is great. A painting of him or a painting of Yes, a painting of, of him. No, a painting of him. Of him. Yeah. So obviously the Archie being the, the country's foremost portrait prize. Yep. Um, obviously for people who are involved in arts, letters, science and, um, and in, in politics. First prize of a hundred grand. Yeah, I was going to say it's just a hundred thousand yeah. shekels to boot. Fantastic, isn't it? So <laughs> yep. that was great, and Good of idea. course, always announced uh, the Sulman Prize, which is the um, you know subject prize or a genre uh, yep. prize was was named, and uh, the Sulman was won by Marriott Santiago for her painting The Divine, and the Wind Prize, which is landscapes, Something went to Hubert Paruluta, and I've got that wrong. <laughs> so there you go. So um, congratulations! I saw the painting, and I saw a lot of the painting. I, it's a fantastic thing yep. if you do get a chance and you're interested in art at all to go and have a look at all the entries and the, the mm. they have the Packers Prize and various sort of prizes. Some fantastic Australian art. Um, there you go. So where, well done. Where do you see that? You can go online. NGV. Oh, online. Yeah, you can go online. Oh, yeah. Nice. NGV New South Wales online. NGV. Um, just type right. in Archibald Prize and they'll have all of the uh, the chosen entrants there, the ones that were hung. And if you're interested in those that didn't make it. Which was what happened to mine uh, when I entered many years ago. Yes, uh, that's the Salon de Refuge. You can look that up. It's a French word, Salon de Refuge, and they're all the. That, it's a, that, that travels around Victoria. All the people that missed out, right? So it's, it's sort of the repertoire. It's the travelling Wilburys. <laughs> it is. So you can check those out too. Yeah, uh, very good. Because it's a very, very subjective um, oh. um, price. Art, well, art is full stop. Yes, clearly. And uh, I'm not going to get into the politics no. of the Archibald Prize uh, uh, judges, right. but it's uh, fairly parochial and uh, fairly political. Right. But anyway, me moving right. on. We need to talk about a Jonesy. 
Josie. And yeah. um, amongst many, many great uh, things that I read of Dean Jones through through the week. I was very um, taken aback when I saw the little thing on the bottom of the TV on Thursday night, the little pull yeah, through at about very, 10 very o'clock sad. I was quite shocked. Was I got mine via Twitter. Yep. No and, and, and God, commiserations for Brett Lee because um, Brett Lee revived him twice. Yeah. And only for him to pass away in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. Yeah. So he'd be feeling devastated. So thoughts go with him too. Yeah. But um, on, a, on, a, on a positive note, and there were many great things written by written about Dean over the weekend, yep. um, but his five great innings, the ones that I thought were fantastic, especially the first two. The, he reckons his first innings, his debut, 48 versus the West Indies in yep. Port of Spain, yep. he only got selected because one of the other blokes said, I'm not playing on that deck. Yeah, right. Uh, and he saw Garner, Marshall and Wayne Daniel warming up. <laughs> he went, no. What? Uh, he came in at number seven at five for 85. Ow. was hit in the stomach with the second ball, and he reckons it went through him. <laughs> uh, and then he got five bounces. Um, and um, Joel Garner walked up to him after the first over and said, Welcome to Test Cricket, son. Oh, goodness. <laughs> AB, um, AB was great. He, he said he was squeezing the bat handle that hard. I thought the glue would come out of the handle. <laughs> So he made 48, yep. um, and he said it's his best ever test knock, given all the circumstances. Yep. Um, and AB, who he was batting with at the time, said, you'll never face faster bowling in your whole career. And the second was the marathon knock at Madras. Um, this was 210 not out. Yep. Oh, he, when he went out in the end, sorry, he did go out. But in the stifling heat, humidity, and, and the stench of Madras, he, he was out of the side for two years. It was his return knock. And he suffered dehydration. He was put in ice baths by his mates. He couldn't keep food down. Yep. Um, on 170, they didn't think he was going to make it because he was vomiting and trembling and had cramps. And um, and then Border, you've got to love AB, right? Yeah. Master motivator. Yeah. He goes, all right, if that's the way you feel, let's get a real Australian out here, a Queenslander. <laughs> <laughs> so it oh, stiffened his resolve oh, to continue yeah, on. Yeah, um, but uh, absolutely, man. But he had to go to hospital after that. He was in hospital um, half the night on a drip. Wow. Um, great knocking versus the West Indies again in 1989 in Adelaide, 216. He did a couple of knocks against Pakistan, two tons. And uh, he made lots and lots of one-day 100s. He, he was I, a star in the one-day game. Revolutionised. I've seen a lot of vision of him now over the last sort of 24 hours. Um, I, I'd, I'd forgotten just how swashbuckling he was. Yeah. And they showed some of that footage um, of, of that innings uh, against that attack that you just talked about. But there was one in particular uh, where he went up to... <laughs> you won't believe he went up to Kirtley. Kirtley Ambrose, that's right. And Kirtley had, you know, had the these, white. He had yeah. the white um, uh, bands on his arm, his sweatbands, right? Yeah. yeah. And of course, they were using a white ball. Yeah. And uh, Dean sort of went up to him and sort of looked to the heavens because he's twice his size. Ambrose is six foot eight, <laughs> and said to him, "Mind taking that off?" And then sort of walked away. And then the umpire had to go and actually try and negotiate that. Well, he said the next three balls yeah. were the fastest balls. He, Ambrose said, I didn't want to kill him, 
<laughs> but I wanted to shake him up a bit. <laughs> he, uh, he he backfired that tactic because oh. because uh, Kirtley took seven for yeah, twenty one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so he said maybe it wasn't the the, the, the most intelligent thing to do, but he said I knew I'd get his attention, and tr- I was just trying to put him off. Yeah. <laughs> like hey, put we'll him, put we'll him take right a quick on. break, and then there's a little story about Dean Jones's junior cricket that I want, I just thought was just fantastic. So we'll just take a quick break and be back in a sec. Lovely. When your future feels uncertain, it's time to ask for help. Bendigo Bank has been helping our customers through tough times for over 160 years. If you're a Bendigo Bank customer, talk to us about ways we can help you through this one. We have financial assistance packages available, so don't wait. Visit our website or contact your local Bendigo Bank branch. Together, we'll see you through to better times. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Southern FM sponsor. Nothing good ever happens in my life. I'm just angry and bored all the time. I don't know who I am anymore or what makes me happy. My friend said I should talk to someone and get some help. Mum took me to the doctor and he said I had depression. A psychologist helped me deal with anxiety and stuff. You can help someone find a way back from anxiety and depression at youthbeyondblue.com or phone 1300 224636. The average person spends 44 minutes a day thinking about food. At Oz Harvest, thinking about food is a full-time job because we're always looking for new ways to nourish our country and combat food waste and hunger. Every day, we rescue quality surplus food across Australia and deliver it to those who'd otherwise go hungry. And you can help. Every dollar donated to Oz Harvest can provide two meals to people in need. Visit ozharvest.org. Thought for food. Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And welcome back to the Two Smoking Guns. We were talking about Dean Jones, who sadly passed away on Thursday. Um, But this story, as a youngster, he was such a prolific run scorer for the Ashwood Cricket Club, where he played his junior cricket, that they had to change the rules (laughs) on him. So um, he was playing in the under-11 cricket team for Ashwood and was making centuries every Saturday morning. Crikey. So much was his domination that authorities changed the rules to allow players to only make 70 before retiring right. so that um, the, uh, so that other kids could get a bat. <laughs> <laughs> he made, as a 13-year-old, he made 900 runs in the under-14s. That's geez, remarkable, wow. even under that sort of limitation where he had to retire. Absolutely. So um, a great, great cricketer from a, for a very young age and... Went on to play 54 tests, I think, for 52 tests maybe for Australia. Yep. I should have played a lot more, but such was his um, uh, opinionated manner. Vocalism? He uh, upset a few people along yeah. the way, so he would have played a lot more had he towed the line, but that wasn't his style. No. And also, sadly, I mentioned before that uh, the final bow for Aussie singing legend Max Merritt, who passed away yep. last week after a uh, long battle with illness. Yep. Um, he had a couple of hits. Western Union Man was a belter, um, but we're going to play his 1975 classic hit, yep. which I was listening to again yesterday, and it is brilliant. Yes. Uh, slipping away. So enjoy this.
The Great Man, Scotty. It's a great song. Beautiful it's a song. ripping good song. I remember listening to it uh, back in the day. Yeah, lovely uh, song. It's uh, carried the passage of time. Hasn't it just? Yep, absolutely. You listen to it for another 30, 40 years. R.I.P. Max Merritt. Yep. yep. Now, on brighter news, I want to talk a bit of sport, mate, because uh, right. it's Sunday. We like a bit of sport. A bit of sport. Yep. And uh, we're going to touch on the footy in a minute. All right. But I wanted to start with some great performances in Europe. Over the over the weekend, so there's a lad called Stuart McSwain. He's he's from King Island, oh, and um, he's destroyed a world class field in Doha. Yeah, to claim the Australian fifteen hundred meter record. Wow! Adopting rogue like tactics. <laughs> <laughs> this article was clearly written by the racing editor. Yeah, I was going to say adopting rogue like tactics. McSwain took off with the pacemakers early in the race. And then raced 25 metres clear at the bell, a margin he held to the line. The 25-year-old shaved nearly a second of his best time, and he ran 3 minutes 30.51 seconds to take a decade-old record, uh, Australian record. So wow. an extraordinary season for McSwain, who now owns the national Australian national 1,500, 3,000, and 10,000 records. Um. He's very understated, McSwain. He yeah. said, I came here knowing I was in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to give it everything. That's why I got right on the pace, because I like running and finding out how good I am. <laughs> wow. And he's pretty good. He doesn't lack, uh, he doesn't lack confidence, no, though. It's good on him. Uh, Nick Badeau is his coach. He's famously ah, coached yes. quite a few athletes over the journey. Hasn't he? And he said his lack of fear on the world stage reminded him of Cathy Freeman and Craig Mottram, two of Australia's greatest athletes. Yeah, Mottram, uh, Mottram had the, that look in his eye when yes, he ran. Yes, yes. So um, good on him and good on Jessica Hull. And she's a superstar, this girl. She's only 23, but she she uh, in a hot field where, um, where there was a world record set, she set a, an Australian record. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the first Australian in history to hold the national 1,500, 3,000 and 5,000 metre records. Wow. So she is a ripper as well. She goes well too. She goes very well. And um, just out of interest, Scotty. Yes. Stats and facts <laughs> and figures. The uh, men's world record for 1,500 metres is yeah. 3.26, 3 minutes 26 seconds, held made 22 years ago by Hisham El Garouge. From Morocco. Oh, yes. El Remember Garou- him? Oh, absolutely. I mean, he was a multiple Olympian. Oh, he's star. Yeah, uh, Bruce, one of Bruce McAvaney's favourites. Oh, yes, he loved <laughs> El Garouge. <laughs> special. Special. Just put that in perspective, mate. Yes. That's 22 second 100s 15 times. 22 second 100s. Times 15. Times 15, yeah. Ma- remarkable. Wow. The women's record um, for the same distance is 3 minutes 50. By another Ethiopian, Genzebe Debaba. Right. And I'll get back to her. Do they, the, they wear shoes? <laughs> yeah, they do. The Debaba sisters are stars in Ethiopia. Because some of those superstars still weren't wearing shoes in sort of even, even in sort oh, of. Oh, that was Zola Bud, I think you're thinking was of. Was it? Yes, yeah, I think you're thinking okay. of. The 3,000 metres is held by Daniel Komen from Kenya, 7 minutes 20. Wow. The 5,000 is Joshua Keptegi from Uganda, 12 minutes 35. And obviously the 10,000 we talked about the other week, which is just broken yes. by Kenanissa 
Bekelli, 26 minutes, 17 seconds. Is he, is he Italian? <laughs> no, he's, 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 no, he's not. Did I sound Italian? He's did a I? Bekelli. So when you look at the women, um, there's a Chinese girl who owns the 3,000 metre record in 8 minutes 06, Wang Junxia. Oh. But the 5,000 metre record is owned by Genzebe's sister, Turinesh Dibaba, in 14 minutes 11. So the Dibaba sisters... Uh, running royalty in are Ethiopia. They, they Sisters, one holds the 1,500, one holds the 5,000. And they don't like uh, Almaz Ayana because she holds the 10,000. She's oh, taking it off the family. She's getting in the way. She's getting in the way. <laughs> so uh, good on them, but good on the Aussies wow. because the last time we had you know, very, very quick middle distance runners was probably Craig Mottran's yeah. era. Yeah, it's been a long time it's been since. Been a long we've had time. Somebody... You go have to go all the way back for a world champion to probably Herb Elliott. Yeah. Yep. Which is um, a long time it's ago, a 60 very years ago. Very long time ago. So yep. staying on sport. Yes. And we'll segue now into football. Right. But I did want to shout out to the Hampton Rovers Football Club. Oh, yeah, you saying that earlier? Because in Bayside region, there's sort of great rivalry between Hampton Rovers, who wear the green and gold. Yes. And headquartered in Bluff Road, Hampton. Yep. And the Vampires, who are up on the highway. Uh, yep. um, so they're two great rivalries. And we, I was involved with the Rovers Football Club for a few years in their coaching, and my lad played down there. And um, it produces a lot of great talent. Right. And... Of the in in the in the past, Barry Cameron, Graham Cooper, Alan Davis, Chris Dawes, Peter Lucas, Ted Richards, Ross Smith, but the current um, players who played for the Rovers on AFL lists today yes. reads as follows: Carl Amon, Miles Bergman, Angus Brayshaw, Andrew Brayshaw, Hamish Brayshaw, Jaden Hunt, Braden Maynard, Harry Reynolds, Christian Salem, and Will Walker, right. all uh, alma mater of the, the Rovers, the yeah. green and the gold. Right. So shout out to them. That's an absolute um, junior breeding program down there. And I caught up with a few of the uh, old coaches and, and guys involved in a few premierships the other week on Zoom. It was good to see them. Yep. And, um, yeah, great little junior building program down there. Lots of junior clubs. Nice. Unfortunately, none of them are playing at the moment, which no. is uh, very, very sad. No. That's no fault of their own. Okay. And then uh, in related news, I was uh, obviously we're going to talk about the AFL finals, but the, <laughs> it was a spread. And I think you picked up on this as well. Dermot Brewer. Oh, yes. So obviously one of Footy's original hard men and obviously in the media today, um, you know, he's quite legendary because he's won five, five day, five night. Should be called the bionic man. <laughs> he, uh, he's got a little quote here. He said, I've suffered a few broken bones along the way. Well, let's just let me take you through the 26 operations that the man's had. 26. So I'm starting at the top of his head where uh, after weeks of being bashed on the back of the head, he would get his doctor to remove bruises from the back of his head with a scalpel. Right. And cut the bruises I, out. I actually looked at that going, bruises removed. I'm going, with a scalpel. how do you remove a bruise? You cut them open and let them bleed oh, out. Oh, yeah, great. He's had concussion, clearly. So, yeah. we're, so we're going down the left. He, well, yeah, we're going down the right-hand side of his body. Yep. He had his right AC joint uh, operated on. Yep. He's had his right shoulder uh, rotator cuff operated on four times. He's had his right bicep reattached. That's got to hurt. Oh, that I reckon that would really hurt. He's broken a few ribs. He's had two operations on his right hip and two operations on his right knee. Yeah. Switching to the other side, <laughs> he's had a titanium plate inserted in his left cheek. 
He's had his left rotator cuff operated on twice. His left elbow reconstructed. His left bicep reattached. Oh, God. He's, uh, he's had an operation on his back just recently yep. for chronic back pain. Yep. He's had his kidney operated on because it was perforated. Yep. And he's had six operations on his left knee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he said, we don't count hands. Broken fingers. Don't worry about that. That's like stubbing your toe. Move on. <laughs> I so I have a newfound respect to oh, Dermot, yeah. but I, I actually wonder what's actually holding him together. Yeah, well, in fact... Clearly a lot of surgeons, scalpel yeah, tape and bits were, and bobs. There was something on the TV I saw this morning, and they actually showed... Uh, was it Neville Bruns that ran through him in the 89 grand Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous. Um, and, uh, and there was discussion, there was dialogue about it, and they said, you know, what was that plan? And they went, absolutely, oh, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Bruns said, I'll do it. <laughs> Um, and what did he, he, he? What did he suffer as a result of that? Did he actually? Um, did he actually uh, puncture a lung? Because I know Dermy punctured. No, a lung. No, that was Dipper. The puncture. Oh, the Dipper lung. got punctured lung when Ablett ran through him. That might have been when he got his kidney. Uh, could have been his kidney. Because so, I know he played through an extraordinary uh, yeah, yeah. with an extraordinary um, problem for the rest of that game. So, yeah, no, he's one of the tough boys for sure. So uh, when yeah. you look at that, and, and he and he can't run, can't jog, can't do much, <laughs> can no, hardly get out of bed these days. He can walk. So, uh, God, it's a heavy price to pay for, for playing a game, but um, yeah. well rewarded, I guess, real, he got a lot out of his body. Yep. But uh, that's a hell of a lot of operations. I hope he's got private medical. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's used it up. <laughs> now, remiss of us to not talk about the football oh, finals because well, they're upon us. I think we should because, and, I mean, um, we, last week we didn't know who was in. Uh, no, we? we had to wait. And, uh, of course, Melbourne were in for about five seconds and yes. then the dogs got up and, uh, and, of course, now the dogs are in. Yes, and uh, we're playing them. And we are playing them. And we're not starting favourites either, Scotty. No. We're starting uh, second yeah. on the bookies ledger, yeah. which surprises me because I think we're a good we're a good thing. Well, and we're $21 for the flag, which is probably about right in this company, uh, excluding uh, Collingwood and Bulldogs for mine. Um, and uh, how the Magpies are $12 for the flag has got me uh, the moosh. So let's do the tips for this round, Scotty, right. very quickly. So uh, Port Cats. Uh, Port uh, I'm going cats. Caught in a canter. Uh, so the cats gave them a touch-up last time, and I reckon they're capable of giving them a touch-up again. They're going to have it back. Um, they're going to have the uh, leading goal kicker for the year, the big tomahawk. Uh, I, and um, and they're $6 for the flag, and I wouldn't mind a bit of that, 6 bucks for the flag with the cats. Uh, but anyway, I mean, they didn't finish on top, but I, I reckon they might do the cats. Power for you. Yeah, I like the power. Um, they were very brutal in their execution yeah, no, last no, no, week. I'm not, I'm not suggesting it would... Uh, there'd be a couple of points in it at best, I reckon. Maybe even a, just a kick. Um, Lions and Tigers. Where are you going? Yeah, I like the Tigers. They're a bit scary, aren't they? Yeah, Tigers are $5 for the flag, mm. and uh, I reckon there'd be plenty you of... You know why? I reckon Brisbane up. are as good, but they miss a lot of shots at goal. Yeah, so... Um, and they might just not have that... Um, the experience mm. of finals in recent years, where the Tigers is sort of right in the sweet spot again for yep. them. You know, yep. they're... Um, There's the Coach, lose. you know, I mean, from top to bottom. And um, I think Lynch is... 
back, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, yeah, Dusty and Co. Mm. Uh, just reckon they might touch the lines up, but, I mean, they, the lines will get a second chance, as will either Port or the Cats. Um, and over the page we go to our beloveds. Um, so, Saints-Bulldogs, uh, probably don't need to ask you, but uh, even uh, trying to remain impartial, I, I think we're too good for the Bulldogs, for mine. It'll be one in the middle of the ground. Yeah, I agree with It'll that, It'll be too. one by the Ruckman and Marshall, the midfield. Yep, a big marsh. And if we can get first use out of the middle, our forward line is very dangerous. My only concern is that they might make better use out of the middle from our taps. <laughs> well, that's very true. They do have um, an accomplished midfield group, but I think... Um, Destiny awaits for the Saints. Yeah, I just reckon Tim English might not just be up to our two boys in the middle that will rotate through. Yes, I'd agree um, with that. And I don't know who else rucks for them. I've just seen Josh Bruce go in a ruck. Will Josh actually get a game? He's not playing he's, very well. He's not. He hasn't had a good year. It's been a fair trade for yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> I think that probably worked out pretty well. Sorry, Josh, but um, yeah, he's un, he's. Uh, I was reading his stats. He's under the pump. Um, well, he's under par of uh, of, of the league in yeah. almost every uh, facet of his game. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think he might be lucky if he actually gets a call up. I reckon he might be. Uh, mm. in, uh, might be in the dressing gear. Mm. Um. This is a fascinating one, uh, Eagles Magpies. Um, there, there is there is a very small chance the Magpies will win. I think the Eagles on their deck are a different side. Yeah, I reckon they I reckon they get the yips a little bit when they travel, uh, and I agree with that. And if it is on their deck, um, so it's their home ground, is it? Yep. Um, in Perth. Yeah. So the Pies have gone over six hour flight. They're seven days in quarantine, and then they've got to play. Um, I reckon they might find that a bit tricky. I think so. So, um, so put a line through so the Collingwood. We're going to so so the bye bye pies, bye bye bulldogs, uh, which then takes us through. So Saints will either play the loser of um, Power Cats or the loser of Lions Tigers. I don't like any of those. Let's options. just take it one week at a time, shall we? <laughs> so, I think we might just take that one week at a time, but I can't wait for next Saturday no, night. Great. Four forty, I think, is the yeah uh, is twilight bounce down. Um, hopefully, we get a beautiful day. Might even be have a bit of a barbecue before we start, oh, just to sort of get things going, eh? Yeah, it'd be nice. Eh? If we're going to have more than five people in, in, in our suburb From at one time. No or... more than two houses. Oh, no, hey, um, no we're, overdue, we're overdue a break, Scotty. Oh, so we're going to do oh, that. We are. And then we're going to go and play another sliding song. Lovely. Straight out of the break. Right. People often say, I can't imagine what it'd be like to lose my eyesight. I don't have to. At 28, I lost my vision within a month. I also lost my job, so many friends and my independence. But thanks to Guide Dogs Victoria, my guide dog Audrin has given me back my confidence. I trust him with my life. Help Guide Dogs Victoria provide mobility and freedom. Please call Guide Dogs Victoria to make a donation on 1800 804 805. Hey, I'm Matty Ryan. I'm Caitlin Bassett. I'm Alex Deminor. These are extraordinary times. The presence of COVID-19 means that each and every one of us is facing our toughest ever opposition. And although we stand apart, if we work together as a team and play by the rules, we'll soon get back to playing and watching the sport we love. We need your support now more than ever. So let's play by the rules. Wash your hands and listen to advice. If we play by the rules, if we play by the rules, we'll all get through this together. You made me cry. Hey, Jude here. Clearly, retro is cool. I know something about love. 
So let's take a trip through some fab retro music. We'll revisit the soundtrack of our lives. <laughs> Stay a while with me, Judith. Mondays 11am here on 88.37 FM. Be there or be square. Over bridge of sights To rest my eyes in shades of green That's another slipping song. You like that? It's John Lennon singing that. Is that that Lennon? That's John Lennon singing that. Really? Yeah, it's it's actually a Blackfeather song, I believe. Yeah. You remember Blackfeather? They also had a song called Boppin' the Blues. Remember? And guess what? They were Boppin' the Blues. Bop, Uh, bop, Boppin' the the Blues. blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. So they also, I think they wrote that one. But anyway, that was John Lennon singing it, having a bit of a raucous good old time. I like that. With the Ono band, probably. That's good. I'm not sure that'll pass. Slippin' songs, mate. There aren't many of them. I was going to say, I'm not sure that one will pass the Anderson Street test. No, it might not. But I'm telling you now, once you pick a theme, you stick at it. Uh, and, uh, gee, there's not many of them, mate. <laughs> I was going to say, I reckon you've done incredibly well to even find two or three. I thought of that theme last night when I was having a bit of red listening to uh, Maxi, and I went, here's a theme. And then when I went to it this morning, yep. mm, Slim Pickens. <laughs> did it sound the same this morning as it did last night? No. no. <laughs> hey, um, I did want to tell you a little quick one. I know you've got some funny quotes and sayings I, and stuff I, I want you to get yes, to. I'd have today. But um, here's, um, here's a fun fact for all the school kids out there. Um, 
Do you know what the radiation risk on the moon is? Oh, now I actually saw I saw the the headline of this, but it's it's higher than it should be. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I, didn't, this, I don't it, know what the number is, and I don't know what I'm the number means. Fascinated but... with all this stuff. Um, the US prepares to return to the moon this decade, and we talked about Mars as well the other week because the window of opportunity is to, to go to Mars is because of the elliptical nature of the various orbits, right? Yep. If that made sense. Um, but they're also off to the moon this decade. Um, but um, the astronauts face space radiation concerns, which can cause, obviously, health problems. Um, how long humans can live on the moon was resolved on Friday. Right. When a Chinese-German team published in the journal Science Advances a study carried out by China's Chang'e 4 lander in 2019, right. the radiation of the moon is two and three times higher than on the International Space Station. Right. Robert Wimmer Schweingruber, right. an astrophysicist at the University of Kiel, told AFP, that limits your stay to approximately two months on the surface of the moon, he added. So that's as long as you can spend up there, whereas on the space station, they, they stay up to a year. Uh, I, do you know what I'd like the reference point to be? Mm. What is it compared to Chernobyl? <laughs> well, when was uh, Chernobyl? That's actually a quiz question I'm yeah, going to ask you later, so I'll think in, about that. Back in the 80s. Yeah, reckon. it was in the 80s. 84. Um, but that, um, that's um, interesting. So all these thoughts of uh, people potentially living on the moon at some point in the future is um, maybe subject to questions because of the radiation. Right. Radiation, mate. There you go, fun fact. Yep. So... Um, Two months. That's as long as you can stay. Come back and you'll have no hair. No hair <laughs> and cancer. <laughs> That's right. And blind. Hey, sorry, can I just take you back on a little bit of a sporting piece? Because, yeah. uh, and I think it was apropos of uh, uh, Jack Watts announcing his retirement. He did, didn't he? Yeah. So uh, I think he had a, uh, no, you can't say checkered career. I, I think he probably uh, had a, uh, I'm not sure he fulfilled his full potential. He was poorly managed by the Melbourne so, Football Club. We discussed this the other day. Yeah. He was thrown to the wolves as a young man. Yeah, I think so. And that would have dented his confidence. So, um, but, but Melbourne but, were in such a poor, poorly run club at the time. I, I um, certainly recall vividly the game where he ran out against Collingwood and he got absolutely pummeled. It was his debut. His debut game. Yeah. They absolutely gave it to him. Yeah. He, he was about as thick as a, 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 a piece stick. of yeah. thick as a piece of linguine. And um, they absolutely took after him and just about drove him four feet under the ground every mm. time they tackled him. Uh, but anyway, so he finished up at Port Adelaide and uh, finished his career. Uh, my point is, um, and I think apropos of that, uh, was that then I saw a list uh, that was generated about um, athletes that had come out of Brighton Grammar. The Grammar! Oh, yes. Um, of which he was one. Yes. And Chris Dawes, you, yes. you just mentioned before, and Rose is another one. What I didn't know was Dylan Alcott went to yeah, the of course grammar. he did. Yeah. Did he? Yes, I, he and did I Dylan. wasn't. A, yeah, I wasn't. A, I wasn't aware of and that. And his brother, his brother so, plays um, old boys footy. There was, uh, was a real estate. There, there was a raft of uh, seriously good uh, kids that have come out of there that have gone on to do uh, great things in AFL circles and other sporting circles. There's uh, the great Dylan Alcott. Did, uh, right, my name's not on this that list, Scott. Uh, Dylan I, didn't spot I, it. I got down to OPQ. <laughs> uh, they stopped at Q. Yeah, uh, yeah. R and S weren't I, there, I, so I, you and I were. Not there. Never threaten the honours board. Um, 
Uh, now, and, and question without notice then, uh, did Dylan win the US uh, no. Open the other day? No, got knocked off. Did he? Yeah. Ah, uh, bugger. He was in the final, but got knocked off. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't see the result, but mm. uh, oh, that's no good. That was actually a very good game in the men's game. Yeah. Uh, the men's the men's, men's game. The men's US final. Open final. Yep, yeah, right. It's a 5-7. Oh, uh, yeah, with TN. Uh, TN was down two sets to love and, and a break and, and came four, back and won it. And fought back, yeah. Mm, fantastic. Yep, very good. Hey, uh, um, did you know on footy, you know how this, this is normally finals week in Melbourne? Uh, today should be grand final day. Yeah, well, yes, I was about to mention that. Oh, well, well, yesterday. <laughs> but I beg your pardon. But the, the grand final is now, what's the 25th, 25th? 26th of October. 26th of October. I think so. And uh, it's likely that in three weeks' time we can potentially have people over to watch the grand final. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, that's a possibility, isn't it? The quarantine thing hopefully lifted. But um, the grand final week injects $50 into the local economy. Right. Did you know that? $50 Normally the hotels are full, cafes and restaurants are doing a roaring trade. People are spilling out from bars onto Melbourne's bustling streets. Right, not this year. No, it's not the 26th of October, I'm sorry. No. I'm mistaken. That's a Monday. So it no, must I think it's be the 24th. 24th, yeah. which is a Saturday. It's so what I'm going oh, to do on Grand Final as, uh, Day... Cox Plate. Yeah, it is. That's Cox exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, sorry, yeah, big yeah. button. We so, have. That's right. Um, it's going to be a day of hot pies and cold beers. Yeah. And... Uh, Maybe more than two people in your house. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they live within five kilometres of where yeah, you do. <laughs> God, look at all the things we're missing out on. Spring uh, Racing Carnival. Well, the courses still go around, but there's no one at them. Boxing Day Test still under question. Australian Open under question. Yep. Grand Prix, obviously. Yeah. The long laundry I mean, list of stuff. The, the Grand Prix was the start of this, wasn't it? Do you, yeah, it do was. You remember, remember the, fri- the Friday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody, So everybody piled in on the Thursday. And it got to Friday, and they're all queued at the gate. Yeah. And it was 8.30, and they've gone... And they're saying, no mas, no mas. Yeah. Everybody, even those from around the globe, go home. Get on your bike. Get on your plane and go home. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're thinking all that way back then, and then here we are now. We're going to be uh, up to the 19th of October before, I think, we start March, to get April, some March, sort of July, a clear... Road. Oh, seven, eight months. Seven, eight yeah, months. Yeah, eight months. Unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, uh, you know, you think of it. I've got, uh, I've got uh, a couple of kids. Yeah, one doing year nine, one doing year ten. I mean, they're literally staring down the barrel of, of homeschooling for the entire year. Um, because even with the release now, and I know you're good, but that's going to set them back a long time with your parenting and teaching skills. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's, uh, but they are going to be very good at Minecraft um, and Scrabble and Scrabble, yeah, and Lego, yes. and um, and doing jigsaw puzzles. Oh, well, that's right. So they've learned other skills. <laughs> well, in fact, there's Lego on the table at home as we speak, Lovely. and I would think there's somebody probably sitting there doing it right now. Um, uh, do you not- how many uh, how many times do you step on a piece of Lego in the middle of the night? When you're on your way to the oh, smallest oh, room, Scotty. I tell you what, it's not the Lego I've got to worry about. We we get the dogs these um, animal hooves. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. our dogs have got teeth like yeah. like jaws, right? So anything softer than that just gets demolished in an hour. You know, they're only little things. Got those antl- they, antlers you know, things and all that. Sort yeah, of thing. it's all these tough hooves, right? Yeah. So they last about a, a month, six weeks, but. The edge of those, I tell you, when you step on one of those in the middle of the night, if you're going up to get a cup of cup of milk, I tell you what, don't worry about the smoke alarms in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I've got those, I got those covered when I step on one of those hooves. Oh, 
Can I share some funny things with you? Oh, I'd, I'd, why not? Should we do that now? Yeah, we, let's do that. We've got some time to do that. Yeah, all the time um, in the world, mate. So all I the just time I, 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 no footy on this weekend. No, no, exactly. So, um, so I think I haven't sent you a text this morning saying, "Listen, I'll sign up a little bit light off with some material for us to talk about." I mean, again, I was just the whole paper thing, you know. Oh, it was it's like just full of nonsense, end, isn't it? You know, no hope. Useless Ship <laughs> end. Yeah. Anyway, so I thought, well, I better go and do something. Uh, let, let's try and flip the coin. Levity, mate. That's what just we need go right and do now. something yeah. different, right? So I just thought, you know what? Why don't we find some funny quotes? No, I mean we've told sort of dad jokes, and they're pretty bad. I don't go too. Um, so we we've sort of been the dad jokes, yeah. but I just thought, well, I I'd better go and find some things that uh, maybe we can have a bit of a giggle at, and then I've got some um, quotes, and, and then the the origin of said quotes. No. So as to where those sayings oh, came from. So amusing and educational oh, at the same just, time. You know, you'll have a giggle and you'll get the tissues out and it'll be everything. Um, so here's a beauty. Um, before you judge a man, walk a mile in his shoes. After that, who cares? He's a mile away and you've got his shoes. That is a great line. I love that. I love that line. By the great... Billy Connolly. Uh, after, after, <laughs> and then, uh, yes, you'll be a mile away and have his shoes. And you've got his shoes, so don't worry about it. It's all good. Um, so this is by A.A. Milne. Uh, people say uh, nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, thought that was a beauty. Now, uh, Abe Lincoln, uh, he, he penned quite a few in his Abe. time. Uh, Abe, did he? So the great Abe, yep, the man in the tall hat. Um, so, uh, and these are very profound, of course, by Abe. Um, so he's his first. Um, better, uh, better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to speak out and remove all doubt. Yes, a.k.a. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> he's read the Constitution and Abe's jokes. <laughs> uh, another one from Abe. Um, if I were two-faced, would I be wearing this one? <laughs> Nice. Oh, beautiful. I like that. Um, the best thing about the future is that it comes one day at a time. <laughs> Very profound by Abe again. Uh, and this is by Al McGuire. Um, the only mystery in life is why the kamikaze pilots wore helmets. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, there's a million of those kamikaze oh, I know. Mm. Um, uh, this is by Alan uh, Dundas. Uh, light travels faster than sound. This is why some people appear bright until you hear them speak. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this next one is by Albert uh, Camus. Uh, nobody realises that uh, some people expend tremendous energy merely to be normal. What's <laughs> <laughs> well, a put down? Oh, that's a ripper yeah. too. Oh, then, oh, oh. Uh, and now we move to another another great uh, man in in history. Um, Albert Einstein. Ah, oh, the great uh, Albert Einstein. Now, clearly Albert had a very good sense of humour. <laughs> Let me share this with you. Uh, men marry women with the hope that they'll never change. Women marry men with the hope they will change. Invariably, they are both, both disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, and here's, oh, here's just a gem from him, just a quick two-liner. The difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't have a wicked sense of humour, the boy. Uh, Alexander Walcott. Uh, all things I really like to do are either immoral, illegal, or fattening. <laughs> that sounds like That's COVID. just pretty true in life, really. <laughs> 
Um, Ambrose Bierce. I'm not uh, familiar with Ambrose's work, but uh, War is God's Way of Teaching Americans Geography. <laughs> That's right, yes, I've heard that one. Uh, Andy Borowitz. Uh, it would be nice to spend billions on schools and roads, but right now that money is desperately needed for <clears throat> political ads. Yes. <laughs> well, there's, there was... A, there, did you read, just to digress, how much money of our taxpayers' funds politicians are spending on their Facebook likes? Uh, no. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's all over the papers this weekend. Right. At a federal and a state level. Right. Dan Andrews is spending all this money to get his likes up. Oh, yeah, great. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Because yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's spin-over substance. And, uh, didn't Joe Biden tip in from somewhere $50 million or something the other week in, into his campaign? Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, think what $50 million bucks could do to help fix some of the problems in, that every country has got. I think got it's money well spent if he gets in, though. Oh, God. <laughs> tell you what, well, I, I reckon they could spend $150 trillion and I reckon that, that flip-head is going to get back up again. Mm-hmm. Scares the hell out of me. Uh, Andy Rooney. The average dog is a nicer person than the average person. <laughs> Fair enough. Is that Andy Rooney or Mick Rooney? No, it says Andy Rooney. Okay, and this right. is Ann Landers. Uh, at every party, there are two kinds of people. Those that want to go home and those who don't. The trouble is, they're usually married, married to, to one another. Anne <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Landers, she's got another beauty. If you want your children to listen... Try talking softly to someone else. Oh. oh so if you're whispering something, nice. they can't help themselves. What are you talking about? What are oh, you? Very good. So, yeah, no, I like Remember that. that. One? Um, uh, oh, yeah, there's just some funny quotes here. Uh, on the bright side, I'm not addicted to cocaine. <laughs> um, well, aren't you just a fun little lollipop triple dipped in psycho? <laughs> What's these are just to these what? are just funny sayings. <laughs> They're just apropos of nothing. Um, uh, your future is created by what you do today, not tomorrow. Wow, that's very profound. Well, you're mixing on a mark. You're mixing up the funny and the the serious. Well, yeah, well, oh, yeah. Well, I sort it's of a am. box of chocolates. Yeah, mate. well, that's why I said Licorice I. All well, sorts. I just want to be a little bit unpredictable. That's all. Uh, yeah. So your future is created by what you do today, not tomorrow. But tomorrow's the future. So do 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 do. Anyway, <laughs> self-amusement, that one really yeah, rusty. Um, well, 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 isn't the consequences of... <laughs> oh, isn't that the consequences of my own actions? Um, next week, I'm going to... I'm totally getting my... No, I can't even go there. Sorry about that one. Uh, that's a, that's a censored one. That one, right? So I hadn't, right. hadn't pre-read that hadn't one. Hadn't pre-read that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And then somebody else just says, uh, "Yeah, whatever. I'll just date myself." Uh, I think my guardian angels. Uh, I think my guardian angel drinks. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I'm presently experiencing life at a uh, at a rate of several what the flips per hour. Uh, oh, I don't think I can go on with these because they're actually quite stupid and ridiculous. Um, okay, so why don't I uh, why don't I come back to serious land? Yes, uh, having wandered off into God, I don't know. Where. I don't know where you were going. No, there. I don't know where I was going either. Um, so, what about some uh, famous sayings um, and and the uh, the origin of them? That's Matt's more up that, my wheelhouse. That, is, yes, is that going to turn your light on and yes. save the ships from hitting rocks? Yes. Okay. So, how about the apple of? Uh, so I'll, I'll give you the quote. And yes. You tell me what you think it is. Yes. 
Okay. The apple of my eye. Yes. So what do you think that is? The apple of my eye. Um, well, I think that is, well, what it means is you're close to me. So, you know, you're, you're um, high in my esteem. Yes. Um, you know, you're um, one of my favourites. Yes, I think so. And I have no idea what else it might mean no. apropos of apples and eyes. Yeah, and, and in fact, the explanation's pretty ordinary. <laughs> so, uh, this old English phrase was first attributed to King um, Alfred, which uh, is actually spelled A-E-L-F-R-E-D, King Alfred the Great of mm-hmm. Wessex, yeah. A.D. 885, in Gregory's uh, pastoral care, but also appears in Shakespeare's A Midsummer's Night Dream. Wow. That, that's all it says. Oh, well, it doesn't tell you what, why, no, the, why no. it was, so the apple was all, and the yeah, eye no, correlation. Pretty, yeah. Anyway, um, what about to hold a candle? Hold a candle. Nothing holds a candle to you kind of thing. Correct. Hold a candle. Uh, hold a candle well, it's to... Well, like hold a candle to the truth is where it sort of comes from, which means shine a light on something or to make sh- something transparent or visible. That would be my guess. Yeah, that's, uh, you're in parallel with the answer. Let me uh, let me put it to you that way. This phrase uh, this phrase originates from when apprentices were expected to hold a candle up, so their more experienced colleagues could see what they were doing. The phrase first appeared in print in Sir Edward Daring's the f- the f- uh, uh, the flower cardinal virtues of a Carmelite friar in sixteen forty one. Now, I thought, uh, you know, he doesn't hold a candle to... Anyway, maybe it's a different sort of... These are a different... Apple of my eye, I've just looked it up. Yeah. The origin is the aperture at the centre of the human eye. Right. Aperture, apple. So, the apple of my eye, the middle middle of my eye. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Right, what about chow down? Uh, Chinese term. Uh, (laughs) No tish, Sherlock. Um, to yeah. eat, obviously, to, to, chow chew, down. to yeah. chew or to chew down or to chew chew food, to yep. chow down. Chow to, down, to eat. To eat. Chow down, first used by the US military during World chow. War II. Chow yeah. is a Chinese breed of dog. Yeah, it is. Ah, hang on, yeah, yeah. hang on. Chinese breed of dog that became a Western slang term for a food due to the Chinese reputation for eating dog meat. Ah, dumplings. <laughs> dog dumplings. Dog dumplings. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what about come up trumps? Come up trumps. Uh, to trump someone is to beat them to win. So to come up trumps is to, um, to, to win um, fortuitously or something along those lines. Uh, yes, and yet it's got a no. Well, it's got a different uh, origin as such, uh, but I don't disagree with your explanation. Mm-hmm. Come up trumps as a variant of uh, turn up trumps, which has been used since the early seventeenth century. Trump is a corruption of triumph. So, oh yes, yep. triumph, trump. Yep, yep. Uh, which was the name of a popular card game during this period. Ah, there you so go, there Trump. Go. Yeah. Trumps. Yeah. Very good. Uh, a bird in the hands worth two in the bush. That means um, something that you've got is better than something you aspire to have. Um, kind of approach. You're better but off to have one than to, and and then to potentially go for two and find none. Yes, yes. It's so, a good gambling metaphor. Though. Yeah, that's no, really. Um, this me- medieval proverb comes from the sport of falconry. Yes, where the bird in the hand. Yes, the, the playing falcon. falcon was worth more than the two in the bush. The prey. Ah, yes. There, you, there go. you go. Yeah. Very good. What about hair of the dog that bit you? Yes. Well, this refers to the 
time-honoured practice when one has a hangover. Yes. One returns to the scene of the crime. Yes. Um, and consumes a bit more the yeah. hair of the dog that killed you. That killed we'll you in the also first place. Save you. <laughs> yes. yeah, this term for a hangover cure is another medieval saying, originated from the belief that once bitten by a rabid dog, the victim would be cured by applying the same dog's hair to the wound. Mm, how did that go for them back uh, in the Black Plague? Yeah, right? they still died. <laughs> <laughs> the first use of it being applied to drinking was in uh, John Haywood's 1546. Um, a dialogue containing the number in effect of all the proverbs in the English tongue. There's a couple of great songs, um, Hair of the Dog songs. Right. What about... Uh, I'll play them next week. What about off... The hangover songs. Hangover oh, songs. I'll do that next week. Oh, there you week. go. There's, there's your thing there's there's next week. week. What about uh, off the record? Oh, well, this is oft used by journalists yeah. when they say we're not going to record or put into print what you say, but it'll be used as background material. Yeah, it's just off the record. Yeah. You're just not going to... It's off the record yeah. as they touch their nose. Yeah. You know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, exactly. Off the record. Uh, spot on. Uh, the American phrase was first attributed to President Franklin Roosevelt in 1932, who was recorded in the Daily Times saying he was going to talk off the record, that it was uh, mighty nice to be able to talk off the record for a change, and that he hoped to be able to talk off the record often in the future. <laughs> I'm not sure that worked out so well for well, him. Well, given that it was reported. <laughs> <laughs> That's an oxymoron. Yes. Uh, what about a stone's throw? Stone's throw. Mm. So it's often used, it's only a stone's throw away, which means a short way away, which is as far as you can throw a stone. You are banging the wheelhouse on that one, yes. old son. Uh, this term uh, for a short distance is a variation of a stone's cast, first used in the early editions of the Bible, but it fell out of use. Uh, and then somebody else revived it in the history of John Bull in 1712. So yeah, stone throws, she ain't far away. What about uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder? Um, this refers to um, when you're away from someone or something that you like or love, mm -hmm. then uh, when you miss it, um, you, you um, yeah, absence <laughs> makes the heart grow fonder. Don't know what you've got till it's gone. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, this sweet saying came from the Roman poet Sextus Propertius, Elegies, <laughs> seriously, always toward absence, lovers' loves tide stronger flows. In 1832, the modern variant of the phrase was coined by a Miss Strickland in the pocket magazine of classic and polite literature. Hmm. What about, um, what about, uh, if I've got the explanation, uh, what about the acid test? Ah, now this would probably refer to something that is dropped in acid to determine whether it is, um, you know, what, what the reaction would be. Yep. Um, but I'm not sure what... Does it refer to gold getting yeah, dropped in acid? Uh, you are absolutely... Yeah. Was it the, to tell the difference between gold and bronze or you something along that? hit that out of the ballpark, old son. The yeah. term came from the Californian gold rush in the 19th century when prospectors and dealers used acid to distinguish gold from base metal. From fool's gold. Yeah. Yes, that's uh, right. If the metal dissolved in a mixture of hydrochloric acid and nitric acid, it was real. Hmm. Oh, I feel right. smarter now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about... Um, Doesn't take much. Uh, oh no! You, you're you're Mensa bound. <laughs> um, 
What about an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Well, that's just a, a health just regime. A funny old saying. It's it? actually probably, the cynic in me would suggest it was a marketing campaign for apples. Yeah, Granny Smith, she's a lot, a lot to answer for. Yeah. <laughs> um, watch this, uh, uh, sorry, was this catch cry rhyme a proverb from Pembrokeshire or Devon? The earliest recording of the phrase in 1866 states, eat an apple and going to bed, and you'll keep the doctor from earning his bread, yeah. uh, is from uh, from the former, the former being Pembrokeshire. There you go. Uh, but in 1913, Elizabeth Wright recorded this phrase from the latter, ate a apple avore going to bed, and you'll make the doctor beg his bread. Or as the more popular version runs, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah. yeah. Well, the dentist, probably, more yeah. than the doctor. And then but I've anyway. got here, cool as a cucumber, and that's where my notes end. So I've got, I can't tell well, you Well, cucumbers are cool. Yeah. Cucumbers are often used to um, cool reduce down. puffy Heat. eyes. And, I, and cucumbers, I think, are also used, uh, I think you sort of get them with Thai food when you get things, a bit of a curry that might yeah. be a bit off. Cucumbers are very good for reducing the heat. That or yogurt, yes. Yeah, or milk. Or milk. Yeah. Um, so... I've got some other quotes, but I'm, I'm just too scared to get in that line again because I think they're in the stupid category. Right. So I'm going to throw back to you. Well, we're going to play a song. <laughs> oh, thank goodness <laughs> for all that. <laughs> Given that um, you oh. were sort of, uh, you started strongly with the humorous proverbs. Yeah. And then I fell off the cliff. But then you were slip sliding away a oh, bit there, anyway. which takes me to this song. Slip sliding away, slip sliding away. You know, the nearer your destination, the more you slip sliding away. I know a man, he came from my hometown. He wore his passion for his woman like a thorny crown. He said, Dolores, I live in fear My love for you is so overpowering I'm afraid that I will disappear Slip sliding away Slip sliding away You know, the nearer your destination The more you slip sliding away I know a woman became a wife. These are the very words she uses to describe her life. She said, A good day ain't got no rain. She said, A bad day's when I lie in bed and think of things that might have been. Slip sliding away Slip sliding away You know the nearer your destination The more you slip sliding away And I know a father who had a son He longed to tell him all the reasons For the things he'd done 
He came a long way just to explain He kissed his boy as he lay sleeping Then he turned around and headed home again He slipped sliding Slipped sliding away You know the near your destination more you slip sliding away God only knows God makes his plan The information's unavailable to the mortal man We're working our jobs Collect our pay Believe we're gliding down the highway When in fact we're slip sliding away Slip sliding away Slip sliding away You know the near your destination Oh, you slip sliding away Slip sliding away Slip sliding away You know the near your destination Oh, you slip sliding away A little cruisy song on a Sunday Slip afternoon. Away. Paul Simon, wasn't yeah. he a star? Yeah, yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, yes. Yeah, Paul Garfunkel. Simon. Yeah. My, yeah, uh, my, my eldest lad's favourite song is You Can Call Me Al. Oh, yeah. He loves no, I like that, that. He loves that one. Call me Al. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah beauty. Yeah. No. Hey, um, so. Um, we are well overdue for something food related. Oh yes, and I did ask you last yes. week. Um, I did my homework. Yes, I, I did my I, task. For for those who weren't listening last week, <laughs> um, I challenged um, Scotty to um, come up with his favourite anti pasto. Anti pasty. Anti pasto. Anti pasty. Anti pasto. I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so it's um, just called a platter. It's a platter. It's a platter. <laughs> of some great things. So uh, I'm going to get ready for that. I want you to go and get the breadboard out and get yes. it ready. Oh, it's and ready. I'm going to just knock over a couple of little ads for a minute and we're going to come back and I want to lead off. I want you to lead off with the salami section, the char, the charcuterie selection. Oh, right. All right. Yep. People often say, I can't imagine what it would be like to lose my eyesight. I don't have to. At 28, I lost my vision within a month. I also lost my job, so many friends and my independence. But thanks to Guide Dogs Victoria, my guide dog Audrin has given me back my confidence. I trust him with my life. Help Guide Dogs Victoria provide mobility and freedom. 
please call Guide Dogs Victoria to make a donation on 1800 804 805. See you, Mum and Dad. Thanks for dinner. You know, the good thing about my family, apart from the awesome food, is we can talk about anything. Even the combos that are a bit uncomfortable, like tonight when we talked about organ and tissue donation. It's an important thing to discuss because while it only takes a minute to register at donatelife.gov.au, the next important step is telling your family and mates that you want to be a donor. So why not say yes to donation? This project is sponsored by the Organ and Tissue Authority. From Paran to Parkdale, you're listening to Southern FM. I'm an organ donor, Scotty. But by the time uh, they get to mine, there's not going to be much, uh, there's going to be very slim pickings. They might not want them. They might want them for medical science to compare before and after. Your peepers are good. <laughs> peepers are okay. That's about it. Uh, uh, anyway, talking about uh, organs and um, oh. you know, especially those in the stomach region that are larger than they probably should be. <laughs> Take us away with your anti-pasty oh, platter. Yeah, now, um, well, I started to write and, uh, and I just about ran out of ink. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so you can imagine my platter is uh, about the, sheet, the size of the... A, um, a sheet of corrugated iron. Yes, brilliant. <laughs> no, what do you got on so, it, mate? So, righto. So, uh, we'll start off with the meat section. So, there's always got to be the mandatory uh, Calabrese hot salami. Yeah, it's got to be hot. It's I mean, got to be hot. Gotta, gotta we be, don't bother with medium. It's got to be hot salami. It's got to be right? hot. So, Hungarian uh, hot salami. Hungarian, like. Hungarian, yeah. just beautiful. No problem. Uh, now, that's going to be accompanied with uh, some rare roast beef. Yeah, nice. Right? I had some of that so, on a sandwich yeah, before with horse, horseradish. Yeah, oh, beautiful. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, some, something along those lines. Just magnificent. Uh, the other thing that gets a run there too, though, is uh, prosciutto. Yeah. Right, so they've got to have, got to have a little bit of prosciutto. Now, Do you like prosciutto or yamon? No, I'm a prosciutto man. Mm. Um, and then uh, potentially I'm wrapping the prosciutto around some uh, pickled baby cucumber. Yes, or... Dates? Uh, no, for dates. Devils don't, on horseback. Dates don't get it. No, <laughs> dates don't get a run for me. Um, so, but the uh, but the baby cucumbers do now. Uh, I like the you know, baby cucumbers or the gherkins. Uh, baby cucumbers. Yes, I like a gherkin. Yeah, so they well both. Yeah, mm. gherkins, gherkins or the cucumbers. Yeah, so gherkins I, I, I like. Yeah, I like both. Um, now, my latest favourite that I've really found, uh, which I did bring something to her for you to sample not so long ago, the, the marinated octopus. It's w- worth more per ounce than gold. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> we, we're lately clocking in at about $65 a kilo. Yes. Uh, so you don't want to have it every day. Uh, expensive, these But octopuses. I can tell you, it's got a flavour. It, 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 it is unparalleled. It, it, it stands with no peers. You've just got those, with, you're eating those with a little bit of a, a, a sort of a... Mate, just a toothpick. Just a toothpick. Just a toothpick. Yep. By itself, the, the the oil has been infused. A little bit of chili in there. Are they next to the toothpicks that have got the cube of cheese and the cabana? Uh, no, no. There's no cube cheese on my no. bar, right? Is um, there cabana? Um, well, uh, I've actually left cabana off Ooh, because it's on, it's, it's on the bench. Is it? Yeah, it's on the bench for me because of the salami and the prosciutto yeah. uh, and the um, and the. No, no, fair enough. Beef. Fair enough. So now that doesn't get a run, um, but then we'll. Move across to uh, so we'll, we'll accompany that with some um, a marinated artichoke. Yeah, like it. artichoke um, heart. Yeah. Artichoke hearts. Um, some sun-dried tomatoes always yeah, go like, well in yeah, there. Yeah, I like the um, I like the stuffed roasted red bell peppers. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a pepper man uh, yeah. in that sense. So now the sun-dried tomatoes get a run for me. 
Uh, we'll go back now across to well, oh the the mini pickled onions and they have to be yes, white and green. They have to be. Yeah, so the green ones as long as well as the white ones. Yes, but just beautiful. the little cocktail the little, of the little, little cocktail onions, little. right? So a lot of this is very toothpicky. Yes, you know, I'm, I'm getting that sense. Um, and of course we can't leave out um, the olive oil with balsamic vinegar. Yes, uh, that could also then be accompanied just on the side with some uh, smoked chip. Chipotle. Yes. Uh, so a little dip into the chipotle right. and then into the oil and then away you go. Yes. So that, um, now another little favourite that uh, I'd like to have there is the, the pickled vegetables. Yes, they're not bad. So just a little bowl of those. Yes. You know, just They've got a nice flavour about them. They go quite well. Uh, we can't forget some dips. Now no. the uh, taramasala, the, the Greek, the pinky. Taramasala, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, that is just magnificent. Yeah. So it gets a run. What about the tzatziki? Do you go that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't mind it. Yeah. yeah, don't mind. Been around for a while though. Yeah, the hummus. Yeah. No, no, I'm not a no, I'm not a hummus what fan. What about beetroot um, dip? Yeah, I love beetroot no, fan dip. Of it. And and the other one is the uh, the crunchy sun dried tomato chili with cashew. Yeah, I've had that. That's so pretty good. That goes really well with a little yeah. bit of cheese on one half and that on yeah, the other. Happy with that. So the in the cheese. So we're straight to the blue cheese. Yes, of course. Yes. Um, a nice, very old age piece of cheddar goes quite well. And, uh, good stinky, and, though. And, you go the yeah, good, good stinky. No, good stinky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lots of lots and of. What veins. you have to have? I told you this. Lots of veins. You've got to have that with honey. Yeah, you've, oh yeah, you have to. You've got to have the honeycomb honey. Yeah. And the blue cheese on a cracker. Yeah, right. And it sings. Yeah. Okay. No, I haven't so done try that. that. I will do that. Uh, and then probably, uh, uh, possibly even a double brie. Yeah, no, we don't always like just a brie. By itself, just King like Island double cracker. brie. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Beautiful. Um, and then uh, probably then just to round that out, some red grapes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Just, uh, not, not with pips in them, though. Yeah, you can get the seedless ones. Yeah, seedless. So seedless red grapes will go with that. Uh, the biscuits don't mind what they are. I don't mind the sticks in um, in you know with the with the sea salt on it. Probably just a oh, little yes, bit of tang of, on yes, that. Yes, little dip in there. Um, and uh, oh, and some marinated feta. Now that's oh, probably where some where some cube comes in. But it's actually it's you know it's it it's just different. It's very nice. You can either have the marinated feta or you can go the Meredith. Um, Meredith cheese. Meredith cheese, yes, okay. Yeah. So the marinade. Effect. And then I'd probably um, just make sure that was washed down with a very nice Pinot. Yeah, of course. Um, I've um, many selections and, that you and, could go with. And if you're getting towards the end and you've done all the meat and you're sort of just left with the cheese, um, you possibly could just round out with a botrytis or a lovely dessert wine yes. just to finish. Would you go, as, in addition to the red grapes, would you go some dried currants? Uh, possibly, yes, those? and I did have some dried currants the other week. Mm. Yes, my youngest daughter made me a, a little sample. Um, oh, I've left I've left out one of the most important ones: um, the uh, the marinated uh, olives. Oh yes, olives, yes, uh, yes, just a given. So, Which uh, um, black or green? No, uh, it's got to be the purple and the green. Right. So not so much the black. Yeah. Um, no, I really like the marinated uh, combination and possibly even stuffed. Yes. Um, which just goes beautifully. Oh, and sorry, I did forget one more in the fish category. There's got to be smoked salmon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yes. Um, anyway, the, if the it, other one that would works for us is if you can also get smoked trout. Oh yeah, no, no. Just I love it. Very I, good. I love smoked trout dip. 
Yes, and Smoke so Trap Dip is yeah, very, that's good, very too. good too. No, no, no. Happy with that, happy with that inclusion. So by the time we get all of that on our plate, old son, um, well, that's we're, that's us too. Fix bit... what's everyone else eating? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that'll take care of us for half an hour until we've got to top up again. So, uh, so I think when all of this crap goes away, uh, we're going to make that platter. Oh, and yes. You're going to come to my house. Correct. We're going to sit out the back and we'll have some nice chilled wine and we'll throw something on the barbecue. I'll tell you what else we could add to that. We could just we could just uh, knock up a couple of uh, chorizos. Oh yeah. Yeah, and just have those on the yeah. on the side of this. Yeah, as well, or so. your favourite, which is the um, the Chinese sausage. Oh, I just had some Chinese sausage. Your, your favourite. I've seen you, you can, Hoover. Oh, mate, I, Chinese oh, sausage. Mate, I, I'll tell when you we what, go to our favourite yeah, Chinese if I, restaurant. If I was a duck and I had a bill, oh, yeah. I, I could just hold the plate up and it would just <laughs> like I had some the other day. You can buy it at Woolies, you know. Yeah, a little packet and. Uh, very good. In fact, and then I had some steamed pork dumplings that we found the other day. Oh, like, now you're oh man, talking. you got to go and get some of those and just yeah. get yourself the little steamer at home and, and a couple of those at lunchtime with a little bit of Chinese sausage. Okay. Woo! I'm going to go and do the 100 metre trolleys with you when we oh, yeah, get yeah. out of jail. Oh, mate, I'll tell you oh, what, yeah. we, we are going to monster something with all oh. this. Is and hey, that's, hey, that's, that's a good platter. I like so it. So, you like that? I like it a lot. Yep. No, that's uh, so that sort of goes. You don't have peanuts on yours or no. any sort of nuts no. of any description? No. no. And no. And no. Doritos or nachos. No, 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 or, no. no. That, you keep it pure and, and this is and, just right. Yeah. And, I mean, there's probably a couple of other things that we could potentially add, but I, I think that's the nexus of getting uh, the the antipasto. I think I think, I think you you bang on, yeah. and, I, and I really Thank like you. it. Um, so good. I look forward to I will, consuming uh, I, yes, said I, I'll platter. Create that one day, and the invitation will be on your doorstep. Now, the place I want to take you to now. Uh, is the stuff of childhood amusement. Uh, this is uh, this is travel destinations, and of course, everyone is planning their list of places to go and visit when they're allowed to. Yep, well, Victorians are. Um, and when I was a child, and I used to go up to Queensland, um, I used to go um, when we went past Northern New South Wales Coffs Harbour. We used to go past the Big Banana. The Big Banana. And of right. course, if you're up that way yes. uh, in Queensland, there's the big pineapple. Yes, there is. Which you would have probably visited as a child. And there's various other big things in Australia. Yes. So I'm going to take you through. This is, it might give you some ideas for your next trip. All the big things. All the big things in Australia. Right. Now, some of which, and I did my research just this morning, <laughs> I've never heard of. Right. So we'll start in the nation's capital. Australian Capital Territory. Yeah. They've got big acorns. Acorns? They've got big <laughs> bogon moths. I don't know. I know a few politicians that got, reckon they've got big acorns. This too, one mate. here. They've got big galahs. Oh. And I'm not referring to the birds. <laughs> That's hilarious. They do. They've got a big owl. They've got big pears. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Got, hang on, we've got big acorns and big pears. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Only in the ACT, I'm telling and you. And there's a big pool ball. <laughs> anyway. In New South Wales, there's a big ant, a big apple, oh. a couple of big apples, a big avocado. A big avocado? Yeah, there's a big axe. <laughs> there's, there's a big banana in Coffs Harbour. There's a big beer can in Cobar. Oh, of course there is. Yeah, yeah. there's a big yeah. bench in Broken Hill. There's yeah. a big blue healer in Musselbrook. There's a, in Ningen, there's a big bogan. A big bogan? <laughs> it's a 12-foot oh, high statue oh, of a bogan. Is it the mayor? <laughs> it's a bloke in, in stubby footy shorts oh, and a singlet holding a fish. That's priceless. 
there's the big bowling ball, you know, the like the lawn bowls. There's, yeah. there's one of those outside. It's a it's a three ten foot high replica of a lawn bowl outside one of the rolling things. Um, there's the big bicycle in Chalora. It's, it's it's a huge bicycle. It's thirty foot by twenty foot. Jeepers. There's the big cheese in Bedella. Oh, um, they have to be with the Bedella cheese. Yeah, there's big cherries in Young. Yeah. There's a big chalk in Moonby. Oh. It's it's thirteen foot high. Oh. There's a big funnel web spider. Oh, where's that? It's twenty two meters long. Twenty two meters. That's it's in Jamboree near about Wollongong. Seventy feet. Yeah, it's huge. There's a big gold panner. <laughs> In front of the gold pan and motor in, which has got to be a destination in itself. Oh, absolutely. There's the big guitar in Tamworth, which I have seen. And um, there is the big kookaburra. And there's the big lamb and the big merino. (laughs) So there's a lot of big things. And there's a big mosquito as well. So there's plenty to go on with there. There's a big prawn in Ballina. (laughs) I've actually seen that in Ballina. That's near, uh, Ballina's near um, Byron. Byron Bay, yeah. Uh, and in Moree, there is a big rocket. So there you go. There's enough to be getting on with there in New South Wales. Um, and also in, um, there's the big trout. Oh, yeah, now I've heard of the big in, trout. In uh, Adaminaby, which is uh, <laughs> in, near Lake Eukenbean. Yes. Right. So there's a big trout. So if we now turn our attention, um, oh, where was the other one I liked? Oh, this is the Northern Territory. There's the big Aboriginal hunter. Which is huge. Right. This is, it's a huge, <laughs> big guy with yeah. a spear. Um, the big barramundi, of course. The big beer can, of course. Um, the big boxing crocodile. A boxing, not a boxing kangaroo, but a boxing crocodile. A big buffalo. Oh, please. Um, there's big frogs. Crazy. And uh, there's a big hand. And there's a big jumping crocodile as well. So there's a few crocs no up that way. And pl- oh, plus, plus the big stubby. The big huge. It's a huge version of a Darwin stubby, oh. uh, which is great. In Queensland, of course, the big apple. We talked about that. We talked about the big banana. They got a big bowling pin a in Maryborough. Yes, yes, they got a big bowling pin. They got a big barrel in Bundaberg. It's a big barrel of Bundaberg rum oh, near the Bundaberg um, factory. Right. Uh, another big barramundi, uh, a big bolt of nut, for for whatever reason. Where's that? It's it's located in the front of Banks Bolts and Fasteners, at Raglan Street, <laughs> Roma. So it's just like an advertising. It's a huge, bolt. you know, bolt of nut. Oh. Yeah, it's huge. It's it's about God five meters long. Um, there's big boomerangs. There's uh, big brogers. There's a big cane toad, of course. Right up north. Somewhere. Yeah, right up north. There's a big Captain Cook. Yep. Uh, there's a big cockatoo, um, and there's a big crab. And we've got the big worm, you said. We've still yeah, got we worm. haven't got to Victoria yet. Oh, there's I haven't, a, oh, we haven't no, got no, to Victoria. No, there's, there's, oh. there's a big golf ball. Oh, we're just going there's to... a big gumboot this is like, this in is a, Tully. This is like a series of the Leyland Brothers. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you. This is, this is like Getaway, mate. <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you see, you know, uh, oh. what's her name? Rebecca Judd going to the big gumboot <laughs> in Tully. To the big cockatoo. It's an eight. It's a 26-foot high gum, gumboot. For whatever reason. <laughs> and then the big mango in Bowen, of yep. course. It's the epicentre of mango growing. Is there a big peach in Shepparton? There's Matilda the kangaroo that was in the 82 Commonwealth Games. It now resides at Matilda Fuels Kaibong oh. in the Bruce Highway south of Gympie. Oh, my goodness. There it is. 
There it is. That's it's good to know that it's come to a great home. <laughs> oh, prestigious end to it. There's a big mower at Biwa, like a, mo- a big mower, a motor mower, right, like a right. lawn mower. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those. Right. There's a big orange. Yeah. Um, there's a big paper clip and a big peanut. <laughs> Careful! <laughs> I think he. I think his. Na- I think his name is. Yeah. Uh, and there's a big pie at Yatala. It's a. Uh, it's a four foot five, fifteen foot meter pie. I don't know. It's oh, it's next to Yatala Pies drive through pie shop. Of course, of course. It is. there's a big pineapple and gimpy, which which you would yep, know. Yeah. Uh, there's a big pumpkin, of course. Uh, there's a big red elephant for no apparent reason. Oh, it's yes, it's part of the Jumbo Shopping Centre. Therefore, it's got a big right. elephant. It's very good. Yes. And um, then there's a big rum bottle at Bundaberg. We talked about the big barrel there. There's a big ring, um, and there's a big sausage king. I don't know what that is. Is there a big barbecue anywhere? There's a big scout hat. Oh, the scout hat in Cairns, uh, which is uh, part of a scout shop. I was going to say, is that in Dobbo? Yeah. There's a big strawberry. You're right. Yeah. There's a lot of big things in Queensland. Let's yeah. put it this way: it's, uh, it's Queensland a big is state. Queensland is the epicenter of bigness. Big. Yeah, <laughs> All Sa- South big. Australia really don't. Oh. They've got a big ant and a big bee. Got a big grape. They've got a big lizard and big cherries. Right. Uh, and a big church block bottle at the church block winery. Oh, nice. Clearly, which is which is it looks rather fetching actually. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, they've got a galah and a hills hoist. They've got a big hills hoist. <laughs> I don't know why. Seriously. Uh, big kangaroo and a big lobster, and a big olive. And uh, oh, a big oyster, <laughs> big oyster Oy- in Sejuna. Really? There you go. Very good. Oh, that'll be that'll be near um, near um, near um, it's Coffin Bay. Yeah, that's what that'll be. Right. Uh, big pelican. Is that down near the Great Australian Bight? Got a big Santa. A big Santa. What all year, <laughs> all year round, round? They've got a Santa all year round. Uh, Tassie, as expected, big apple, big, big con- penguin, <laughs> big convict, big lobster. <laughs> they've got the big spud at Sassafras. Uh, it's a it's a potato on a stick with hands hands and feet. Uh, <laughs> in Victoria, where I I present to you because we're only allowed to travel in our state yep. soon. The Big Apple in Bacchus Marsh, um, the I've Big Cherry that. in Glen Rowan, the Big Cigar in Churchill, oh. uh, the Big Coffee Maker in Brunswick, uh, a couple of big cows in New Haven. Yep. There's the big flower. There's the big golf ball, which is just down the Spring Valley Golf Club. Oh, yes, yes. indeed. Yeah. There's a few of them. Yeah, there's a few of those around. There's a big koala in cows. Uh, there's a giant koala at Dadsville's Bridge. And there's a um, the big Mallee root in Oyen. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of big Ned Kellys, ah. especially in Glen Rowan and Warren Heap, yep. um, places of that nature. Up that way. Yeah, so we've been through there recently, and there's a lot of Ned Kelly is action big, going on. Is there a big nugget in Ballarat? Yes, there would be, but I haven't got to that yet. To there's be. a big tap in cows. And uh, there's also the giant worm, which you referred to earlier yes, in Bass on the Bass Highway. It's been around a long time. Yes, it has. And uh, there you go. So um, they're pretty much, oh, we didn't get to the west, but um, they're, they're really just replicating a few things. They've got the world's tallest bin in Kalgoorlie, uh, which is great. They've got a big marron, which is kind of similar to a lobster. They've got a big mushroom for some reason. I'm not sure why. And they've got a Lewin Way whale, a big whale, which is um, on the air highway. And right. finally, at Port Hedland, they have the big wheelbarrow for no apparent reason. So, Scotty, amongst all of that, <laughs> you could find yourself in the regions of uh, Australia looking at big stuff. 
We've got that much big You've stuff. You've got in that this much country. big stuff to suit yourself, hey? hey? You just do a big stuff tour. Well, I'm I, I'm going to look out for this stuff now because I'll be travelling a lot of regionally when we're allowed to. Yes. And I'm just going to make it my point on those. I'm going to get the map out and go. Yep. We've just got to take a slight diversion off the highway to look at the big wheelbarrow, <laughs> the, the, and, the big hammer. And I reckon I haven't looked, but I reckon there'd be some sort of social media page, you know, you know, that where people are getting their photos. Hashtag big things. Maybe, maybe there could be the inspiration for one of your upcoming paintings. Yes, lots of big things. Yeah, lots of big things yes. in a painting. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I went. Uh, I went to Canberra. Uh, I drove to Canberra. Uh, several years ago, and the name of the place escapes me. But if I'm not mistaken, uh, I did stop off somewhere to uh, refresh myself, and um, there was a submarine <laughs> on a piece of land yeah. uh, just in the middle of town. Oh, big the big uh, sub, the big submarine they had. Fantastic. So I don't know really what that was all about, but uh, and I can't recall where it was, but. Uh, Yes, it wasn't exactly something I thought. Well, we're I'd a find. big country, so we deserve lots well, of big stuff. Well, I was about two hundred kilometres inland, yeah. and there's a submarine. So, yeah, it's uh, a bit lost. <laughs> just, well, there was no river either. So, All right. So, know. what we're going to do now is have a break, and coming out of the break, yep, the fourth of my slip songs. All right, the slipping. Can songs. I talk to you about a falafel after that? Yeah, you can. And then I want to talk to you about some motorbike gangs. Oh, good. My favourite topic. Right-o. And we might even have a quiz today. All right. So we'll do all that after the break. When your future feels uncertain, it's time to ask for help. Bendigo Bank has been helping our customers through tough times for over 160 years. If you're a Bendigo Bank customer, talk to us about ways we can help you through this one. We have financial assistance packages available, so don't wait. Visit our website or contact your local Bendigo Bank branch. Together, we'll see you through to better times. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Southern FM sponsor. Australia needs to wake up to the potential dangers of drinking alcohol. The Salvation Army's new alcohol awareness campaign highlights that low levels of alcohol consumption can increase the risk of breast cancer as well as colorectal cancer. Australians continue to drink at very damaging levels. Get the facts for yourself by downloading a free brochure on alcohol from salvationarmy.org.au. That's salvationarmy.org.au. Hey, glad you made it in time for a snag. The rest of the family's here, and we've been talking about organ and tissue donation. The thing is, there's always someone who will need a transplant, and I figure one day it might be me or you or someone in our family. That's why we all need to do more, and a great place to start is by taking a minute to register to be a donor at donatelife.gov.au and then talk to your friends and family and encourage them to do the same. This project is sponsored by the Organ and Tissue Authority. From Mordialic to Malvern, you're listening to Southern FM.
Yeah, here you go, Scotty. 1974. I was going to say, it's got to be Daryl Braithwaite. Yeah, it's Sherbet, mate. Sherbet. It's pre-horses. Yeah. Back when he had a band. Long time before all the horses arrived. It's <laughs> exactly right. Very good. Slipstream. Yep. As I said, we're scraping the barrel. I was going <laughs> to say, many. I, I reckon I've heard it before, but a very long time yeah, ago. That's right. Seems like an age oh, ago. Exactly. Back when, when, the, when the moon landing was going on, just about. <laughs> hey. That far back. Can I talk to you about uh, falafels? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Are they on your platter? No, they weren't on my platter. Um, in fact, I, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what I think about falafels. Well, I'll tell you um, my uh, best reference What's to a falafel is John Birmingham. He's a yeah. great Australian author, wrote a book called He Died with a Falafel in His Hand. Ah. And it's a rather amusing read about share house, share house life in Brisbane. So okay. if you get an opportunity, All you right. can have a read of that one. But he read. was f- rather fond of falafels, so much so that he passed away while he was eating one. Because it uh, probably was about as soft as a rock. <laughs> That's what they well, they can like. be, can yeah, they? I they mean, can. it depends how they're cooked, yeah. because they do fry them. Yeah. So it just depends how they come out of the fryer, yeah, the let deep me, fryer. Let me share this with you. So uh, it says here, an unlikely hero has emerged on the dining scene over the past six months. A small, brown, rather insignificant ball of food known as the falafel. Um... Uh, carried to our tables by the larger trends of charcoal chicken, the uh, rise of Lebanese, Israeli, Egyptian and Syrian cooking, the falafels, colonisation of our tables, uh, sandwiches and stomachs was perhaps inevitable. What's in a falafel? Right, so you ask. Uh, for a start, it's meat-free. Yes, I thought <laughs> There's so. There's no meat whatsoever, which makes it welcome on uh, more tables than, say, charcoal chicken. Uh, it's crunchy, which let's face it, everybody loves. And uh, because it's made of little more than chickpeas, mm-hmm. Syrian Lebanese, or or fava beans, um, if Egyptian. Fava beans. Yeah, was, uh, was that, yeah uh, with candy. With, uh, some fava beans yes, with some candy. With some candy. <laughs> and then, um, still screaming, Clarice. Clarice. Uh, one of my favourite films of all time. Um Garlic and a few spices. Oh, gar- lots of garlic. Yeah, lots yeah. of garlic and spices. You can even tell yourself it's healthy. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong in that. No. Chickpeas, fava beans and garlic. Uh, That's all a good thing. It says, uh, now, nobody sits down to just a falafel. It's the ball that gets the whole meal rolling. A party animal, it's, it's described a, as, that loves to mix it with hummus, yogurt, tahini. Or Tahini's ga- a thing of yep, beauty. Uh, or garlicky tune. Uh, pickles are on the guest list. Bright, tangy, crunchy. Also invited are fresh tomato and raw onion and herbs. There must be either fluffy pita or Lebanese flatbread. Yes. And generous amounts of everything. Yes. There must be plenty. Yes. Uh, now, there's a couple of places in Sydney that we don't need to talk about. And you about. have also chopped um, parsley, don't you? Uh, possibly, what's yeah. What's that called? Possibly. You know, it's that chopped yeah, parsley yeah, stuff. I think it's, exactly it's called something. It no, chopped parsley. Yeah, it's, no, it's called something. <laughs> um, oh, anyway, there's a couple of places in Sydney. We're not going to talk about Sydney, but we can talk about Melbourne. Uh, so there's a place that says, check out Ehud Malka's Takeaway Pit, uh, pit a Pocket with Falafel. Uh, so it doesn't say where that is. Israeli salad, tahini and hummus. Oh, no. A tabbouleh, it's called. Oh, tabbouleh. Tabbouleh. Oh, yeah, yeah, tabbouleh. Yeah, that's chopped parsley yeah. salad with mint yeah, and cucumber. Yeah, with some, and... some other bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like a little salad thing. Yes. Um, so Ehud Malkas, uh, there's a little place there at South Melbourne. That be on the north side? No, it's actually at South. Uh, it's in South Melbourne oh. at Le- uh, Left Handed Chef. Oh. Uh, and a two-handed falafel picket at Very Good Falafel in Brunswick. 
and Mignon's falafel burger, which is a falafel, uh, which is the falafel is cheekily shaped as a burger patty. Oh, it's just flattened. It's, yeah, exactly. Flattened it's out. flattened with a, um, with a melt. So it says, could this be the end of the burger as we know it? Will the big faff take off, take on the Big Mac and the Big Jack? The big faff. The ball is in our court. The big faff. <laughs> the big faff. The big faff. <laughs> the big faff to plea. Oh, <laughs> the faff to plea. The faff to plea. <laughs> So there we go. Oh, that's uh, we might have to we, we might have to incorporate a falafel on the platter just for uh, old oh, old times' sake. With tahini and hummus. Goes all right. Goes all right. Well, I don't know what you've got left, but no, I'm going to leave it all to you now because I want to hear about your bikies. And... Yeah, well, there's, there's there's two two pieces here. Yep. Youth, youth crime gangs operating in Melbourne, South East, and regional Victoria are the target of intense police scrutiny over the coming weeks yep. as COVID nineteen restrictions are set to be eased. Victorian Police's Operation Alliance <laughs> is targeting 42 youth gangs responsible for violent crimes Operation of various Alliance. hues and descriptions. Right. Um, they, um, there's no doubt that organised crime groups, um, you know, they've, they've been operating, but the shutdown has sort of shut down their operations to an extent. Right. And police want to keep it that way. Yep. So they are um, they're making inroads on Operation Alliance. Uh, into disrupting gang activity. Are these roads so, to somewhere? <laughs> yes, yes. So they, uh, they started this uh, the other night and they detected 41 offences the first night and 17 arrests over a week, 168 charges laid, yep. and a significant number of offenders being on bail. So um, wow. youth gangs are on notice. Um, but I, if I were the police, I would have kept it a little bit quiet rather than put it in the paper is, because now they know what's coming. Does this have any particular geography attached to it? Yes, southeast of Melbourne. Oh, southeast, mm, southeast I beg your of Melbourne, right? Dandenong, yeah, and cr- also Shepparton. Oh, so north high unemployment Shepparton, northeast as well. Which, uh, because a lot of these gangs are assisted by uh, our friends, well, not our friends, but um, gangs, bikey gangs. Yep. Uh, Toby Mitchell, he's been promoted. Oh. He's now the Melbourne president of the Mongols. Oh, is he? Yeah, Stephen oh, Bradbury. Okay. Everyone else has sort of fallen over. <laughs> or dead. Or dead. <laughs> so he's, he's got a promotion. Toby Mitchell. Eh? Toby. He's taken the reins. And um, <laughs> do, you, do you think that needs to be you, published? I, I don't know whether you... you had, had, do you go for a job interview or... <laughs> do you have to put your CV in? What? <laughs> it is at work. What do you think the prerequisite is? Well, I think you need to have a rap sheet. Tattoos? <laughs> Definitely tats, a good bike, and a rap sheet as long as your arm. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so they're on a recruiting drive, too, the Mongols. Oh, are they? Yeah, they brought 10 new members yeah. uh, from the Banditos. So they've jumped, so they've, they've changed colours. Yeah, they've changed colours. Do you know what I smell? Yeah. Smack on. Oh, there's a smack on, <laughs> all right. Coming up. And um, there's another one. They've um, they've also got ambitions to bring in some common Chero members. Oh, come on. Yeah. Now, now I can smell drive-by. Smack on. <laughs> um, the oh, senior Mongol, Mark Balsili, last year went to Russia as part of a patchover of common Chero members. And that, Russia has common Cheros. Wow. Russia. How bad must Russian outlaw gangs be? Oh, oh crikey, Moses. So um, there reckon, you go. Are we going to make out? They're all through Ch- Thailand, and this is the same guy who went to Russia. The same guy that that got his Lamborghini seized. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, the other yeah, week. Yeah, the other week. Yep. Echo Task Force detective. Echo. 
Um, so he's an ex-commentary moved to the Mongols. Last year's Russian takeover helped fuel speculation that uh, there's more Comancheros settling up with the Mongols. So I tell you what, mate, if they're all changing teams like this, it's like the draft. <laughs> it's the, it's the, end, it's of the season, end of season end draft of season for the bikey draft. gangs. And uh, I wonder if there's like a boot camp for them, like the AFL draft, when they have to, what, what sort of things would they do? Do you reckon there's a rookie list where you can <laughs> just, where, you can just where you've got a BMX until you get your motorbike? Jeez, we shouldn't be joking about these things because it probably is. <laughs> It probably is. Um, I'll tell you... I, anyway, I reckon... Just reporting in the facts. <laughs> just, I'm just sort of letting you know, keeping you up to speed with what's happening on the street. Just telling you what others have written. Yeah, that's, that's all, all I'm that's doing. All we ever it's do. all alleged. Alleged. Right? I'll tell you what, I reckon those Russian blokes make our blokes look like angry Boy Scouts. <laughs> I, wouldn't want a, I wouldn't want an angry Russian. As soon as you say Russian, and then you say outlaw gang, you yep. go, they're yep. going to be tough, right? Yep. And be t- know, they're going to be tough to beat in the finals. And, <laughs> and you know what? They're so tough, they don't even have tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They, 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 they'll have... Um, they got invisible ones. No, they'll have, you know, you know some of those people that go and get those implants in their head? Yeah. You know, those horns oh, yeah, and yeah. things, some of those people that do that weird stuff? Yeah. I reckon that's them. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon they've got things that come out of their side of their eyes and... Out of the out of the front of their chair, front of their chin. Yeah. There's not a tattoo. To be this doesn't seen. go to Russia, does it? No, no good. <laughs> no, no. I think we stop at Telemarine. All right, <laughs> good, good. All right, now um, we only got a couple of minutes, five minutes to go. So right, we're going to do ten quick questions oh, off the we? top. All right, you got anything left? Oh no! Well, I was just going to oh, just share this one with you. Yeah. Take five seconds. Uh, this is an odd spot. Um, three railway workers have been uh, suspended for turning a storage room under a New York Grand Central Railway station into a man cave. Oh, I love a man cave. <laughs> Gotta love a good man cave with a television, a refrigerator, a microwave, and a futon couch. The Metropolitan Transport Authority began an investigation after getting an autonomous tip that there are three employees that would hang out and get drunk and party. <laughs> you don't hear the word futon much anymore. No, do you, you don't hear futon. The, futon. The worst beds ever in the yeah, world. they? I had one once. Oh, mate. They're terrible. Yeah, mate. So just lie on the road. Lie <laughs> <laughs> corrugated Righto, iron. Let's do a quiz. I've got okay. 10 questions you? for you. Righto. Rapid fire these. Rapid maybe. fire. Right. Which two countries in the world begin with the letter Z? Uh, Zambezi, Zambia. Zambia. And... Uh, Another one in South Africa. Uh, Zambia and... Cricket playing nation. Oh, Zimbabwe. Correct. Yep. How many playing squares are on a chessboard? Uh, 64. Correct. Ooh, that was quick. Yep. Eight by eight. Eight by eight. In what decade was the Chernobyl nuclear power plant disaster? Uh, in the 80s. He was, 86. Yep. What species of dog is Snoopy? In the cartoon strip Peanuts, uh, oh, he's a, um, a thingo with the big, big the big nose. Yep. Um, That's right. Oh yeah, no, no, I can't think of it. He's a beagle. Oh, beagle. Yeah, beagle. Yeah, beagle. Yeah. yeah, Snoopy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, I can see him. It's <laughs> a lie on top of his doghouse all the time, Snoopy. Well, he's a rapid fire. So I'm he used to be the Red Baron too. Yeah, he? that's right. Yeah, that's with right. a scarf lying yeah, in the back. Right. Yeah. Um, which member of the pop group ABBA was the only one not born in Sweden? Um, uh, Agnita uh, Annafrid Lingstad She uh, was born in Norway uh, okay. She was the brunette uh, Oh yeah, okay Righto. What is the nationality of Jade Hamister Whose claim to fame Is the youngest person to ski Both the North Pole and the South Pole And 
across the island of Greenland. Jade Hamister. Jade Hamister. What nationality? I, I'm I'm going um, I'm I'm going German. Oh, he's an Aussie. Is he? An Aussie. Aussie boy. Yeah, don't right. hear much about him, do no, you? No, never heard of him. It's a great effort. Yeah, never heard of him. What's the nickname of former Australian professional tennis player Mark Philippoussis? Philippoussis? Uh, no, he was the uh, Scud. Yeah, Scud. Yeah. The Scud Missile. So named after yeah. his serve. Yep, correct. Which was as fast as a uh, missile, yeah, apparently. I know, I just used to call him Full of Pizzas. Full of Pizzas. Yep. Yeah, well, he, As in, he, that's uh, what he did after he finished playing tennis. And then uh, Goran, Ovin, uh, Goran Ovin, he's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> What's the nationality of children's author Dr. Seuss? Oh. A.K.A. Theodore Seuss Giesel. Oh, it's got to be Swiss or something. He's actually American. American, mm. okay. It's very Swiss. How good, how good were Dr. Seuss books? Oh, that magnificent. Yep. Which is the larger paper size, A2 or A3? A2. A2, correct. Yep. And uh, the lucky last one for you mm. is a music question. Right. What is the title of Bruce Springsteen's worldwide number one album released in 1984? Born to Run? No, but it has born in the title. Uh, born in the USA. Correct. Yep. Well done. You got most of those oh, right. Yeah. So couple you should walk away today feeling much smarter <laughs> than you than you were when you walked Knocked in. Knocked a couple of hurdles over. Correct. <laughs> Very good, you mate. Did. Beautiful. Now, I didn't have any more. I had a couple more slipping songs, but we won't get time to play those. No. Um, I'll carry over my... Th- uh, thank God is probably uh, <laughs> what many people are thinking and saying. I'll carry over my um, houses on top of buildings for next week. Do that, yeah, and I'm going to because it's I'm, good. And I'm going to carry over a couple of things, and I'm going to come to the party next uh, week with hangover songs. <laughs> I think I've just got hey, my fair, fair chance. We'll we'll have one. We've got the footy on Saturday. Well, this is. Well, I better do my research <laughs> you before do the football. On, you better do it on Friday <laughs> or Saturday morning. Yeah, I will. I will. Right, mate. You've been listening mate. to Two Smoking Guns. Thanks, everybody. Have a good week, and mate. And we're coming up now to four o'clock, and um, you're going to be listening to the Amrap Radio program. We're going to be back on air, Scotty. Yes. Um, next Sunday. We are, I believe. Yep. And uh, in in uh, full voice, or uh, we'll be playing lots of songs. <laughs> We're either going to be very happy, yep. or very or sad. Very sad. So, yeah. um, but anyway, either way, it's a flip of the coin. Either way, we'll probably need the hangover uh, music. We will. <laughs> All right, good on you. You've mate. been listening to Smoking Guns. Here comes the Am Rap Radio Show. Bye. Please be advised: the following program.